spoiler alert. Oh, this is the only fucking podcast about the Sopranos. So what, no fucking ZD now? This week on No Fucking ZD, we discuss AJ's DNA, developing our nights, and the core, the core, the core. We did it again. It's an all-new episode of No Fucking ZD. I think I did it again. All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to No Fucking ZD, episode 39, season three finale. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome, Evan. We actually did the whole podcast just a second ago, like yeah, together. Right. We were actually like in separate stalls in the bathroom mm-hmm. and we did the whole podcast, but we realized no one was recording. Right. We were just passing toilet paper back and forth. <laughs> like it was, it was big. Um, well, welcome to the show. Uh, season three finale. Here we are. The army of one. Um, it, yeah. The, nope. Not a more food. <laughs> that was last week. The army of one. A more of one. No. Uh, a more of one. Army of one. Um, great episode. Great finale. Great yeah. season. I have the strangest sense of deja vu right now. I know, same. (laughs) Um, It it really, I mean, it's 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 a truly amazing season. What an accomplishment! mm -hmm. Um, I think, I I mean, I I love it because uh, a lot of stuff happens in this particular finale. Yes, if it's Mike (laughs) is trying to get away from him, that's how you know (laughs) that we shouldn't be doing this podcast. Uh, I'll keep talking and um, just talk about how handsome I look today. Um, Can we go to questions? Yeah. Um, We'll do the questions at the end. A lot of stuff happens in this finale, which is not like a standard thing for this show. Yeah. It's relatively quiet and reflective after a certain point. You know, Uh, it it does focus a lot on the family family, lowercase f family, uh, the children at home like AJ and and Meadow and Jackie and uh, and Jackie, who in this episode moves in with the Soprano family. He's kind of like the next door neighbor that's always peering (laughs) over the fence. And they finally said, let's bring him in. And then Vito shoots him inside the house. It's very strange. Um, Twist. Big twist. Surprise twist. But uh, yeah, I mean, it deals with, you know, Tony's children, the fortunate sons, if you will, from uh, from earlier in the season. Jackie and AJ both play a pretty big roles in this episode. Totally. And what I was going to say was this is this is not common uh, with with Sopranos in that we have a lot that happens here, although we knew what was going to happen. Yeah, for sure. You you saw it a mile away. Yes. Jackie's fate was definitely sealed last week uh, when he drove and left Dino behind. Um, That's what they're really mad about is that he left Dino behind. It has nothing to do with who he killed at the card table. Right. Those the Christopher's mad that he had to kill Dino. And so now he wants to kill Jackie is what's happening. Taking out the garbage. Yeah, basically. Poor Dino. He didn't get a funeral. Junior didn't sing at his dinner. (laughs) Probably not, but. That'd be cool. <laughs> Maybe Bobby's saying at Dino's funeral. <laughs> That's <laughs> all he could afford. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so, yes, we say goodbye to Jackie Jr., Little Lord Fuckpants, uh, New Jersey's favorite quarterback. <laughs> Zero with Oakley's. Exactly. Let's just shit on this guy more now that he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Come on the show, Jason Zerbon. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Tony, uh, in so many words last week, told Ralphie to do it. And then mm-hmm. in so many words this week, again, tells Ralphie to do it. Ralphie finally does it, and uh, we get to see the whole family, both families' reactions to the death here. And Completely. And it's a lot of bullshit, as it's, Meadow says. There's a lot it's of bullshit. a lot of bullshit. There's also a lot of not bullshit. I mean, this is like one of the sadder Sopranos episodes. Rosalie is very hard to watch in this episode, I yeah, have to say. Yeah, she's, I mean, the acting is incredible. Yeah. Whatever her name is. Sharon Angela. Thank you. 
Uh, don't act like you don't know. <laughs> and like we don't have posters set up all around the room of Sharon Angela. Yeah, I Photoshop like her face onto lots of like naked pictures of Anna Nicole Smith and other people like <laughs> oh, that. You know? uh, <laughs> come on the show. Um, R.I.P. But uh, <laughs> but she's dead. Anna Nicole Smith? No, I thought you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want Anna Nicole Smith on this show. Yeah. Boy, yeah. Twitter would really light up if we got Anna Nicole Smith. We should do yes. that. <laughs> I think we would quite literally break the internet if that happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh uh, but no, I mean it's a, it's amazing acting from from her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I mean it's it is really sad. It is. But it's what's interesting is who's sad and who's not sad. Right. And Tony's a little sad. Mm-hmm. Ralphie's not that sad. No. I guess not. Actually, mostly just like it's mostly Meadow and Rosalie, Carmelo, <laughs> Carmelo Anthony. Now we can't. We'll never be able to stop doing that. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Does anyone who listened to this? Does anyone who listens to this podcast know who Carmelo Anthony is? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Well, good. I think one person does. Carmelo <laughs> Anthony follows us on Twitter, so I'm assuming he does. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm really glad. Yeah, he's a big fan. Shout yeah. out to Carmelo. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, say happy birthday to your niece. If, you know, if we're not there. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah it's 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 amazing who's sad who's not sad yeah uh these final two episodes really do go together they're yes. they're sort of one episode you agreed. know agreed um agreed. not really many twists but we kind of get a lot of action mm-hmm. in this in the penultimate episode of the season per use yeah per use exactly and yeah. then and then we get um and then we get a little bit more action that we kind of knew was coming mm-hmm. but mostly drama yes they brought the drama a lot of family drama yeah yeah um, which again makes sense because this season was really about Tony and his children, whether they're you know the, his actual children or if it's Christopher or Jackie Jr. You know, mm-hmm. and so of course it had to wrap up like this. Uh, it's and- also about parents in the same way. I mean, like Tony had like surrogate children, and Jackie accidentally had surrogate sort of parents. People right. he was trying to take examples from, and you know, as they say in Indiana Jones. He chose poorly, right? Yes, <laughs> to say the least. Right, right. Yes. Um, and there's also the ghost of Livia hangs over this episode quite a bit when we talk about genetics and all I this. Thought you were uh, going to say something about Indiana Jones, but sorry. Uh, yeah. When you start, start talking about ghosts. Um, but yeah, Livia certainly hangs over the episode in a couple ways. The gene- the genetics conversation with Melfi, and then we get to go back to Green Grove again, and uh, you know, experience that place, which we haven't seen since I guess season one. Right? I want to say one because in two she's back at she's home in the with Janice, right? right? Yeah, so season one. So we get to go back there. The nursing home slash retirement community comes up again. I love that. I love that. Joke. It agitates Tony like just as much as it ever did. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's great. And will through like basically the end of the, ser- the series, I think. Yeah. Um, but so let's, you know, let's back up, talk about how Jackie got there and 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 what's going on. And of course, we get the the cameo from Michaels K. William or Omar um, or Freddie or uh, Chalky. Chalky. Yes. Um, I'm sure he appreciates you. Like just calling him his character. Yeah, exactly. Michael K. Williams. Excellent actor, of course. Incredible. I actually saw him. He was on another HBO show, that one with um with the guy, the sports guy. Uh it's the new HBO show. Ballers? No. <laughs> what sports guy? No, was? no, it's the one with the guy who's who's all, an NBA announcer personality. And he has people on the show. I forget his name off the top of my head. Oh, Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yes. Which is a cool show. It's in, it's an interesting format, but it's a cool show. Yeah. And I actually watched the episode with Michael K. Williams on there last nice. that last week. And ironically, Bill Simmons only asked him about his appearance on The Sopranos. <laughs> 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 they got Bill Simmons. Yeah. 
No, but like actually just it's totally unrelated in many ways. But like Michael K. Williams is like the coolest, like most kind of I don't want to say dorky, but he's like mm. he's like a regular guy. He plays like a fucking hard hitting motherfucker on like everything he time. does. Yeah. yeah. And he really has that down to a science, but he's like, he's like giggly and he's just like, oh man, I got my ass kicked in school, like, and all this oh, stuff. That's funny. And he says that it's so like interesting to him now to be playing all these like super tough guys. Yeah. 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 And, uh, that like, that like uh, these people who like congratulate him, he's like, you would have been beating me the fuck up in elementary school, <laughs> <laughs> taking my goddamn lunch money. That's funny. Interesting. Yeah. And this was, was this before the wire? It probably overlapped a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe he even got the part from being on this because i feel like once you're in the hbo circle you're kind of always in the hbo circle yeah they they um even in uh the night of i know uh what's his name uh fucking um jimmy J- i know yeah jimmy's Last in there for a hot second real small but yeah real small real good well he's still very large he's but <laughs> he's a little larger <laughs> yeah so i'm assuming that he wasn't hadn't been cast as omar yet yeah because they would i mean it's like a thing to put michael k williams in something now yeah like, now it largely because of omar yeah and it's and I mean, I don't want to say he's typecast because he's just great at what he does, but like really great, yeah. really great. But the thing is that like that's like specifically the type of thing that they would deliberately stay away from in Sopranos, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think they wanted. Yeah, I agree. They tried to do like nobodies for the most part, you know, yeah, the occasional celebrity cameo. But for the most part, yeah. Um, Steve Sharippa, of course. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But uh, but he's great in this episode. I love the scenes with him and Jackie. Um, I love the parallel between this girl who has, you know, he plays his character's name is Ray Ray, um, Ray Ray's daughter, who I, of course, didn't note her name, but you know, he's like actually kind of a good father to this girl and yeah. teaches her how to play chess. And she even says like, buying a Glock nine in front of her, but <laughs> other, other than that, <laughs> right, yeah, pretty solid. But you know, I, I, I like that Jackie calls Tony asking for help and that really, that scene where he's just like sweating profusely for some bizarre reason, and crying and right. crying. And, uh, and Tony just kind of hangs up the phone on him. That's, that's Jackie's last lifeline to his, you know, as he said, surrogate father right. hangs up the phone and she asks if he knows how to play chess. And she's like, well, my daddy taught me, and just a nice, interesting little parallel there to, and just to continue with someone the who theme. doesn't, who doesn't really have any legs up in this world. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, but she has an, an active parent in her life teaching her things. Oh, good point. Know? I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I like that. Uh, and the chess scene too, like he just can't, uh, you know, uh, Ray Ray, Michael K. Williams tries to tell him like, well, you got to finish the game, like play it out, like try to like, cause that's how you're going to get better. Yeah. Cause that's what we've been kind of talking about, you know, comparing him to Christopher, which again, we don't condone maf- the mafia, but like, yeah, if you are going to join the mafia, just play it out, learn some things, slowly move up, you know, Chrissy, if, if Chrissy's mafia life could have a LinkedIn page, he'd have like hundreds of recommendations by this <laughs> <Probably>. point. <laughs> and Jackie would be like paying for them from some guy in Bangladesh, probably. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, do you think low key? Do you think that that Ray Ray knew what was going to happen? Like, did he tell Ralphie or and or Vito? Where no, he because was? I, I have a theory about that. I'm pretty sure how they know. Mm. But um, but no, because Ray Ray says, yo, I think you're done. Yeah. I, I mean, he probably was street smart enough to kind of understand that that's maybe where it was heading. Yeah. I guess, you know. Um, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure that that's the case, but like, it's just an interesting thing where it's like one of those moments where I'm thinking, am I hypersensitive to that? Because I know that he's in such a terrible position. Yeah. Or is he actually is that is is, is that like obvious writing in a certain way? You know, I think I mean, I think it's 
Yeah, I think it was written for the audience to pick up on for sure. That like, oh yeah, he's done for. But does does Ray Ray know a hundred percent that's what's gonna happen? I don't know. No, yeah. it, well here here's what I think about. That. It's a pretty good idea though. Yeah, totally. I mean, because he's smarter than Jackie. Yeah. Um, no, I think I know who dimed Jackie to his buddies, and I think it was his pal who takes him to Booten. Probably right. Because you know what I realized when I recently watched it. If you watch the scene where Jackie's casket comes out of the hearse. And they take it like during the funeral right before Silvio gets arrested. Yeah. That dude is one of the pallbearers. Is he really? Yeah. I definitely didn't notice that. It's like, a, it's just like he's like in a quick shot and you never see his face again, but he's one of the pallbearers. And I'm just like, uh. Right. So he would have been around one of these guys at the very least. I think so. Probably. And yeah. I think that he probably, I mean, he seemed like a super sketchy dude to begin with because yeah. he like linked him with Ray Ray and he's like, you get you Glock 9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like when the whole Bevel Aqua thing was happening, like, you know, Tony was like, someone's going to come to us just to score points. And then that guy does. I, Fast Freddy or whatever his name is ends up coming to them. <laughs> Fast whatever Fred, his name is. Fast, Fast Freddy. What do they call him? I forget. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Fast Freddy. Um, so possibly, yeah. But I mean, I'm sure someone ratted him out for a very small amount of money. And uh, that's yep. what happened. And or they, t- I mean, Silvio knew for sure very early on. So, so, you know, someone tailed him or knew where he was or something, you know. That's the thing is that like, I mean, it's, I guess that's sort of the point is that it could have been anyone. Yeah. There was a target on this dude's back. Exactly. No yeah. doubt. And like you said, I mean, once the once the mafia machine starts, it's, there's just no stopping it at and all. It's fast as fuck. Yeah. Big time. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, we're made to to I mean, this is only an episode away. It can't have been that long because he's just arriving in Putin. Yeah. And I mean, if you think like three episodes ago was Christmas and this is the Super Bowl, which would have been end of January. Like, so it's basically been a month. These past four episodes have taken place over about a month or so. Uh, it's fairly quick. So, yeah, fairly quick. The time is weird on this show, though. Like even last yeah. week's episode, like mo- the Jackie and Dino have that scene where they smoke pot and come back and sit on the couch. And then like a bunch of other stuff happens in between. And then like it comes back to Jackie and Dino, like still sitting on the couch. Like time is very fluid on the Sopranos. So who really knows? Well, and I feel but we like do know it's Super Bowl, to- Super Bowl Sunday and or thereabouts. That's know. totally true. I mean, and I feel like a lot of that time play probably is stuff that comes together in the edit. You yeah, know? for sure. Because like I, I feel like it's e- it would be easy for us to be like, man, it's like just brilliant how time is fluid and they choose to like expand it and like compress it here and there. And yeah, stuff like that. yeah. But really, I think it's just like. I think we have to move this scene here because it feels better. Yeah, which is what it really always is. Yeah. Like, yeah, try it there. Okay, that feels pretty good. Leave it, you know? Yeah. Um, And also, I I guess, you know, different character storylines can happen at different paces, you know? Like, Game of Thrones kind of does that, too, where someone's storyline takes place over, like, six months, and then someone else's takes place basically over a weekend, you know? Like, one battle, you know? Yeah. um, But anyway. (laughs) And usually, and and also, to be fair, toward the end of seasons, I feel like it's a natural thing because you have all of these things piling up. Yeah. Like you want to give the impression that things are sort of coming to a head. Right. And like, cause they're going to be resolved. Right. And so like time has to be sort of, I want to say slower. Yeah. You spend more time with these things because they're all happening. Yeah. I and guess it gives so. it a sense. It gives it sort of a frantic sense. And we're kind of like, like careening toward the end here. Right. I mean, which it, that's more apparent in other seasons in certain ways, like especially the final season. Mm hmm. Big time. But I mean, you, you really get the feeling that you're like, basically those two episodes are like two days. Yeah. But like two shitty, like crazy <laughs> ass days, really long days. And then yeah. we got onion rings. But, right. um, but like with these ones, yeah, it's, it's interesting because it's, it does seem like it, it is fairly quick and it's gratifying. I like it. I love the end of this season. I do too. Yeah, I do too. Um, also normal, no more Gloria. Like, yeah, you know, 
great kid. But, but. <laughs> <laughs> that had to be wrapped up, though, and it was. Um, it is a sad episode, though. I forget if we said that this time or the first time we recorded. <laughs> but this is a very sad episode at the same time. We only recorded like four minutes. I know. I'm just I'm just joking. Um, it but it is a super sad episode. Rosalie is very tough to 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 watch in this episode, and um, she's amazing. I mean, she's incredible. But there is also, you know, Meadow is right to kind of call everyone out on their bullshit. You know, I mean. It's, yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny and r- weird and disturbing to think about all these people, quote unquote, mourning Jackie Jr. when they all know exactly what happened to him. And like, it's directly the fault of Tony's. I mean, he he does like in so many words, give that order to do it. You know, he <laughs> so does. But he he and, and he failed him. He says it. He says yeah. it out loud in this right. episode. Yeah. And he's he's not at peace with that, but he's he's trying to accept it. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like he's it would be much easier for him to say, fucking idiot. You know what I mean? But he's right. like, in the end, I failed him because he knows that, like, I think he realizes that in this context, it's hard. It was hard for Jackie to know any better. Yeah. I mean, he Tony himself in therapy is like, I had no choice. I had to follow my dad's footsteps. And so, like, on some level, he must kind of understand. Well, Tony also had I mean, in the larger scope, this is. You know, okay, so this is two strikes against Ralph, right? Mm -hmm. Because whether Ralph knows it or not, Tony definitely holds Jackie's death against Ralph. Right. Even if it's just to kind of like make himself feel a little bit less responsible. Yeah. You know, even though some of the blame is certainly uh, rightfully sent Ralph's way. Yeah. But, you know, so there was uh, Amanda was her name. Uh, Tracy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there was Tracy the stripper mm-hmm. uh and then the thoroughbred. and then the thoroughbred um and then and then Jackie mm-hmm. and so this is this is two things that like really broke Tony's heart you know what I mean big time big time and uh luckily Ralph's gonna be around next season <laughs> he's not graduating yet and they'll just get along but you know the, the, th- <laughs> the thing is that well they kind of will for the for the time being because you know the other big storyline that like it's kind of forgotten, but the the yeah. big the big like mob heisty kind of storyline this season was the Esplanade thing, right? And we get the end we we get the conclusion to that here in this episode when Ralphie hands over three hundred thousand dollars to Tony, and it's kind of like, you know, last week it was like, why would Tony put up with Gloria? Then you see her in this thong giving a sexy dance, and it's like, oh, that's why. And it's like, why would Tony put up with Ralphie? And then a, he's in a, a thong. sexy dance, <laughs> in a thong. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he gives him three hundred thousand dollars. Let's just pause and envision that real quick. Oh God. Um, so Ralphie, you know, I mean, the, the money speaks louder than actions, which speak louder than words. And I don't, I've started the sentence without knowing where I was going, but, um, you know, that, that money certainly helps kind of Tony forget about the bullshit he has to put up with Ralph, you know, cause he is a good employee for the most part. Maybe you know? not even forget. He's just like, nah, it's worth it. Right. It's or that. so much money. Right. Everyone like, has a what price. What would you do with 300,000 tax free fucking dollars? I'd probably just keep potting my podcast every day <laughs> I, I would actually quit everything else and only podcast and i would just count slowly count every dollar out on the podcast and that's <laughs> do all do it would a money be. counting podcast that's it, a money counting podcast that's all i would do <laughs> um but yeah that's that's why he puts up with them and uh and he, the only thing he can really do is just you, you know give him cause give him a headache or cause cause problems for him or yeah. make him make these these horrible decisions that he has to make but i don't know does ralphie really care like I, I I I don't know. It's tough to say. I mean, 
Is Ralphie really sad about Jackie Jr.? I mean, like, fuck no. I don't think he is, right? It's He's not so- even sitting with Rosalie at the wake. I mean, I feel like an idiot because sometimes I watch these episodes preparing for uh, for the podcast. Yeah. Sometimes. Which is idiotic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like fucking homework. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I feel I feel moronic sometimes because I, I catch things that are so clearly themes throughout an episode. Mm-hmm. And like the theme of this episode is like the hypocrisy of mourning within this organization. Mm-hmm. So there's Meadow who's actually mourning. Mm-hmm. And in a way, this is kind of like the end pin to her rebellion season. Yeah. She's banging a black dude. She's banging Jackie. She's, you know, she, she, like, I think we said, said in an earlier episode in this season, she, she strays further from the coop than she will ever. Right. And uh, so there's that, but like, you know, it's just, if you look at the way different people are mourning, like no one in the organization really gives a fuck except Tony because right. Like no one really finds it sad. I mean, they're just like, eh, he fucked up. You know, that's what happens. Like right. I wouldn't have done that. Why do you do that? You know what I mean? Right. They don't really get it. Chrissy will never get it because he has a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Um, and then, but the, so really it's about Tony and Ralphie and then also, uh, Rosalie and Meadow, you right. know, Ro- Rosalie is really upset, but she's not angry at the organization for some reason. Like she won't go so far as to be like, you did this. Know, you know what yeah. I mean? Talk about blinders. Yeah, that's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. And then Carmela probably knows. Yeah. Let's I, be honest here. Well, yeah. I mean, she has that scene with Meadow where she, she, you know, opens her curtains and tries to pull her out of bed and just kind of like yells at Meadow for even insinuating that it could have been someone in the mafia. Yeah. And then like mother, like daughter, you know, at, at Rosalie's house after the wake Meadow suddenly takes like a really hard right turn yeah. and yells at, at Kelly. And then I forget the cousin's name. Now the outsider Mackenzie Coluccio Mackenzie. <laughs> one, one of the, one of the most solid names, That's perfect. <laughs> one of the most solid fictitious names in the entire series. That's I think. perfect. Um, but yeah, I mean, she just, she's little Carmela there, you know, I mean, she, suddenly it's just kind of like, she nails it. She, yeah. Hook, line and sinker. But yeah, you're right. I mean, but then it, a hard left back to being like a zany fucking idiot. Right. Like at, at the, uh, at the at post, Vesuvio. Right. Yeah. Nuevo Vesuvio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, uh, uh, love the bread scene. Uh, love the, oops, I did it again. As, as, as you guys probably can I tell. find that impossible to watch. It's, it's super cringeworthy for yeah. sure. And I'm thinking like, you know, Rosalie at the wake is kind of like, you know, if Jackie senior was still boss or someone else says it too, if Jackie senior was still boss. It. Yeah. But Rosalie says something similar. Uh, only Meadow could get away with that. You know, because she's Tony's daughter, just totally. throwing bread at Junior and all the people. And there's one great shot of it. Junior in front is still of the boss, sort of. Well, that's true too. Like, actually, name, he's throwing bread at the boss. That's very like, true. Like he's some fucking like old man with his thumb up his ass. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> true, true. Which would still be mean. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, she runs outside and and she's like, "This is such bullshit," because she knows she's like, she probably knows Tony. You had something to, something to do with this. And like, what can Tony say? You know? Yeah, it's, that's that's the big thing. Is like. He can't say anything. And it's like when uh, it's like the scene when she decides she wants to go to Spain and he's like, do not do it. You know, mm-hmm. and he's just yelling and he's like, nobody's listening to me, but I'm just yelling. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. I, I have no power right now. Right, right, right. And that's kind of where we're at. And like, that's I feel like that's why the attention is put on AJ so much in that scene, because they're like, look, Meadow is going to figure out what she's going to figure out. I, we can't convince her that this didn't happen. But at least AJ, they can kind of be like, you see, this is really sad. Right. Don't, you know, crack the books. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, And it's right. like, 
well, J- Jackie was like this this example to AJ not five episodes ago. Right. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you better you be like Jackie Judy. He finds time to get down here and help out. You know what I mean? Right. And then true. like all of a sudden they're using Jackie as the reason why, like where AJ seems like he not, he's, he's not open, but he gets the severity of the situation. Why Tony wants to send him to fucking military school. Yeah. You know? And, and, but anyways, just to, just to close the point I was saying earlier, when I watched the episode and I was just like, how are all these people mourning? And like with this newfound, cause like I didn't really, it was on the tip of my tongue, but I didn't really like put my finger on it until we talked about it last week. But Tony really does give the order to kill Jackie, yeah. but he's, he like keeps, he stays away from it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so knowing that the way that everybody acts after that happens, I think is really telling like Tony losing his mind about the low main, <laughs> yeah, right. which is so funny. <laughs> I love that. I've done that. Me too. <laughs> like, mentally. Uh, yeah. I always think of that scene whenever like there's been so many times I've gone to the opposite work or at home or something like that. And the food's gone. I'm it's always, u- thinking it's usually that. at home and I'm just like, and, and usually what happens to me is it's like, it's like I get home and I think that there are some leftovers and they're gone. And I'm like, you ate the whole thing. <laughs> and then my girlfriend's like, you ate the first half of it the other day. Like, and I'm just like, and I'm like, uh, oh, I guess that was yours. <laughs> you know? like, but like, you can get so angry. And he, but, but like, clearly he's upset about Jackie. Yeah. And then there's Ralph mm-hmm. who's not. Yeah. Like, like really, really not upset at all. Not at all. I mean, it's it's like it's, it's a Tuesday. It sucks. Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> when they have that sit down with Polly, and he's just like, <laughs> yeah. I had to go to my Gamar's house last night. Like too much crying at home. Like Rose, I couldn't get any sleep. I know. It's just psychopathic, basically. It really is. And like the way, or, like when uh, even that phone call when he's on the phone with Rosalie and she's like getting like the the transmission looked at in her car or whatever. Right. And. And he's just like, eh, actually do it. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to make it home tonight. See ya. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, he doesn't even, he doesn't want to deal with it. It's just, it's just, it's just a pain in the ass for him. Right. Yeah. Um, side note, here's a, here's a thing that I never thought of that I saw, I read on the, uh, the Sopranos autopsy blog. Cause I had to go there. Cause I still, we'll talk about it when we get there, but I still didn't understand the whole weird song medley at the end medley at the end with junior me neither um so i i I had to do a little research there went to this blog and um he mentioned and i never thought about this that the guy who wrote the blog right okay that when ralphie hangs up that phone grabs his toothbrush and toothpaste right and then later says i was at my gumar's house last night that that could be janice he was with i never thought about that until until now but maybe they might have already started their relationship because I think as soon as uh, season four starts, they're already secretly dating, right? Well, or season, very four, early season on. four starts and there's there's clearly, I don't want to say a gentleman's agreement. There's clearly some sort of understanding between them because Janice is like, come on, let me into the bathroom with you. And that's like girlfriend shit. Yeah. You know, when you're like at a party and your drunk girlfriend's like, no, 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 we'll go together. And you're just like, but people are in line. Like, let's just go separately. You yeah. know, like I, that's, that's what she's, she does like in the, like, First like or the second first, episode. The second, Maybe it's the, the first, first episode. It's like the first scene. Right. They're doing cocaine, right? Yeah, they're doing cocaine. cocaine. Um, we should do some cocaine and do the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Dolphin <Duffy> <laughs> It's like five minutes long. Um, but I just never thought of that. That 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 
could have already been happening. Super Wait, under the radar. But you, that's totally true. But you were saying something about the song at the end. Oh, so the song at the end. Let me actually grab Are it. Are you on cocaine? Because you can't seem to keep it straight. Uh, yeah, my face is covered in white powder right now. <laughs> um, yeah, the song at the end. I, I never, I always had a really hard time. I mean, I still have a hard time understanding what really that was. It's a really well done edit. It's, but it's bizarre. And forever, I was just like, what could this possibly mean? Like, does it mean like, oh, remember that there are other cultures out there and they have funerals too or like what is the point of this yeah uh and so he found a quote from david chase talking about it oh no shit and of course in in typical david chase uh you know fashion i'll just read i guess i'll just read the whole thing it's quick uh that singing thing is about how all over the world people engage in pure sentimentality everyone loves a good cry and i don't mean to denigrate funerals or death it also has something to do with entertainment filmed entertainment Music can be used so manipulatively, sorry. (laughs) And Junior, who is the most selfish character in the cast, is pouring his heart out. Didn't mean a thing. Just to wallow in the moment. Pop music is so abused and overused, manipulated and employed in the service of the devil. (laughs) It was to give give the audience a laugh about how they were being manipulated every day. So it's all about just how pop music is bullshit. And these songs, everyone's sitting there at the funeral crying about about Jackie Junior's death and the song Ungrateful Heart. It's just like how just, you know, how these songs just tug at our heartstrings, even, you know, when we're not really feeling anything and just how sentimental we are. Yeah. No, so, I, I completely agree because like the very end, like the last song, which is by the three aces, it's a kick ass bolero. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the very last of the Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I love that kind of shit. Um, yeah. And it's because it's so like Latin music is so hyper emotional. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like crooning and it's something that's like. It's something that's interesting between our two cultures that like um, like American music always has that cool factor. Mm-hmm. But like Latin music is just like straight up like, girl, I'm going to throw a pebble at your window, you know, like that <laughs> right. kind of shit. Right. right, right. And right. like but it's interesting because, yeah, everyone is being hyper emotional except Ralph. And he's right. like telling jokes and shit. Janice is like sitting on his lap. <laughs> I know. God. What's the deal with, with Rosalie there? Rosalie. I mean, it's so upsetting. What's yeah. what's the deal with um. What's the deal with with Janice going over and telling the boys to stay away from the window? Like, there's nothing to see here. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really think too much about Shows it. Shows over, kids. Just being, just being the good sister, the aunt, the or, annoying, serious aunt that everybody has. Yeah, Janice is always kind of playing a character. Yeah, like suddenly it's like, hey, 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 I'm yeah, I'm a serious adult. You got to listen to me. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I, I really think what what that made me think of though, you know, because I overanalyze things because I have a very successful podcast right. with a friend of mine. Um, mm. it's really important. We're just you, friends. We're, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck buddy. <laughs> um, but, uh, but he, you know, I think that she's also saying like, boys, your life is in here. Mm. Like Meadow runs across the street and it's like, don't get any ideas. Interesting. You're yeah. stuck in this fucking time warp restaurant with us you know what i mean <laughs> interesting yeah 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 maybe because she's there to stay is she ever gonna leave i don't think so. she does does she shoot another boyfriend i can't remember she does not no no she marries into the mob eventually yeah and right most certainly doesn't leave she yeah. marries feats lamana right <laughs> big big twist uh yeah you're totally right yeah um and, you know, I guess that's kind of the other point about this episode, too, is like, again, with the whole like genes and, and genetics thing, you know, just getting kind of stuck in your world. And, uh, you know, that's certainly kind of how all these people are, I guess. They're kind of stuck in this this mob world and kind yeah. of accept it and accept like the hierarchy of it and accept just the way things work. And, and no one really questions it. 
And even when you do, it's, you know, like Meadow, you kind of come back to it eventually. You know? Yeah. Well, and also I, it's interesting you mentioned jeans because Tony mentions the putrid, rotten soprano gene. Yeah. When uh, when uh, AJ has his panic attack toward the end here. Right. Spoilers. Um, and uh, yeah, I had to just make sure that I wasn't thinking of like the next episode because I've done that before. Um, yeah. When AJ has his, uh, then I just let you finish the sentence to confirm that it was in this episode. Um, but like he blames the gene, mm-hmm. but really that's, that's again, double speak. Like the whole funeral is double speak. Mm-hmm. It means the opposite of what it means. Mm-hmm. Um, putting a good face on this thing mm-hmm. as it were. Uh, but it's like what we were talking about up is down, etc. But like, you know, when he's telling Melfi about this jeans thing, like that we're really blaming ourselves. She's off the mark, I think, because he he should be blaming himself and like the upbringing yeah. for like a lot of things. But it goes both ways because people blame jeans when things are bad in a lot of ways. Right. And they use it as like an excuse for things. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's interesting because like they see this mafia thing is like in their jeans. Yeah. It was like in Jackie's jeans. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's it's too bad, you know. Yeah, Great it kids. is. I mean, you know, yeah. I guess there's always kind of the question of whether or not these guys do have choices. Like Tony says, like he had no choice. Jackie did have a choice, maybe. But um, yeah. But you know, really, the choice is just always like the easiest way possible, <laughs> the path of least resistance for Completely. these guys. You know, like the three hundred k, or you know, the nice house, or or just whatever. You know. Um, that's true. I mean, I guess they hope that money's in their jeans, but that's, that's not right. really something you can just say. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Right. Um, I guess the last thing we should talk about this half, because we have to at least mention it quickly, but do the, we have to do a second half? <laughs> we don't have to. No, <laughs> the second half will just be total silence. I think David Chase would appreciate that. The McDonald's podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> But the the arrests at the funeral is just fucking great, great comic. I know it's relief. awesome because the cops. That I mean, uh, my personal favorite part of that is that the cops love it more than anyone. Right, they do. Like, when the guys are reading off the like one seven dot eight five five the penal code, blah blah blah. It's just they're like so into it, bro. They're so into it. But just like cutting just to Polly running is fucking fantastic because <laughs> it's like what the fuck is going on here? And then on top of everything else, Junior and Bobby showing up together and Junior like taking the wheel at the ends it's just great junior don't leave <laughs> it's me it's just so so great there's some key moments of junior bobby comedy yeah that's one of the and the other one is when they cut to bobby bawling oh, while yeah. junior's crying <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i like to imagine that happens like on a wednesday afternoon in junior's house like junior just breaks out into song and bobby's sitting there bawling his eyes well out. i feel like that kind of thing happens a lot because like when uh when when Junior's deciding whether or not to side with Richie April or Tony mm. in season two, yeah. Bobby's is like, I'm in awe of you. You know <laughs> what I mean? I feel like that must happen constantly between them. Yeah. He must just think that Junior is the fucking greatest. You yeah, know, I, I would mean? watch like security cameras from that house, like Big Brother style Junior and Bobby in the house. Like Truman Show. Oh, that'd be so good. Oh. So, so good. Why didn't they get a spin? I want to see them on like a motorcycle. It could where, still like, happen. Where, where, where Junior's driving and Bobby's in the little sidecar. <laughs> Or maybe the other way around, and Junior's just got this pissy look on his face yeah. with no teeth. Yeah. Um. I, okay, so wait. Actually, last thing I want to mention. You know, last time we were at an April funeral back in season one, we had that, there's that great shot at the end of Meadowlands when AJ's looking at Tony and, and realizing kind of what he does. 
and Tony, oh, Tony w- gives him that wink, winks yeah. back. And then here we are at Jackie's funeral. Like after that moment where Rosalie just screams her lungs out and everyone just starts bawling. Dude, I know. Um, there's that another little moment here where Tony looks over Carmela's shoulder and makes eye contact with AJ. And I just like the little parallel there because so much has changed since then. Like AJ fully ah. knows what his dad does now. And fully. like whether he knows, he probably hasn't figured out that his dad has something something to do with Jackie Jr.'s death. He's so, like, it wouldn't, it would never go that far. Right. But I just think it's an interesting little parallel. Uh, well, let's, uh, let's take a little break. I'm sure we have a little bit more Jackie to talk about when we come back. We have a we lot have, more Brittany to talk about. We have a lot more Brittany, uh, Polly and, uh, AJ and at military school with the guy, with the guy from Saw, the killer from Saw. <laughs> the killer from Saw. And, um, also the, uh, he's the, uh, the autopsy guy. I forget what the position is called. The coroner. In the, the coroner in the night of. Mm. Um, I don't think it's him. I think that's, they're similar looking guys, but not the same guy. God, what the fuck? Why? Where do I know that the the the, he's, the, the he's night of guy from? Oh, tons of shit. But yeah, he's been during in- the break. I'm gonna do a wiki. Okay, great. We'll see. All right, uh, we'll be right back. Uh, well, that's a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all come back now. <laughs> we will be right back. No fucking ZD is brought to you by the unknown, not known. No, I, I do think Dawson's Creek is a better show, but we already have the podcast, so <laughs> it's just listener base and whatnot. <laughs> uh, Listen, we'll rebrand. In, in the interim eventually yeah yeah, yeah. welcome back to no fucking cd um uh, still talking about the army of one and uh so we were, we were talking about that actor at the end of last at the end of the first half there frank wood frank wood i remembered yes frank wood played the coroner medical examiner on the night of and uh and the dean from columbia on the sopranos that's, that's right that's, that's what it was. was yes and the guy who plays major colonel whatever the fuck his name is it's yeah. like some insane name tobin bell is his real name Tobin Bell. Tobin Bell, yes. Played Jigsaw. That sounds like some sort of guy from like fucking like One Direction or something. Yeah, it doesn't match the face or the personality or anything. Heartthrob. (laughs) Heartthrob Tobin Bell. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't he banging Selena Gomez? Probably. Probably. Um, Well, okay. So let's talk about uh, Tony's other son, Junior. AJ. (laughs) Anthony Junior. Um, who uh, gets himself into some more trouble this week at school. I love that opening scene. It's it, really good. And I love that they keep bringing back his idiot friends. Yeah. Once again, Cosma. Cosmo. <laughs> Whatever. Just fucking up left and right, these two. Um, Not a bad plan, but you think about their fucking serious commitment to this, like, this heist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oceans 2. Oceans what we're 2. Calling those. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And, um, but like, they're, they're hanging out at school until 8 p.m. Yeah. In some boiler room. Yeah. They could have just studied. <laughs> I know, right? That's the funny thing about stuff like that. Yeah, it's, the, just, it's the rush of the game, man. <laughs> I guess so. Um, but yeah, why not? It's, it's always so funny to me. It's like, just put the same effort into actually doing real work and you'd be fine, I guess. But although I should 
I should talk to my own high school self because I, I really <laughs> didn't try as hard as I could have. No, me neither. I don't think anyone does. No, but look, no. We're doing great. They should have at the very <laughs> least like been like, okay, you get like a couple more wrong. Like, did they need to get 90s, 90s or above on that test to, to do well? Like, why didn't they just like plan it? You know, and these when, two, and these they, two. And then when they get confronted, they have like the full on... Well, AJ, at least, has the full-on self-satisfaction. He fully thinks that they're in there to be, like, commended yeah. for their hard work. He's ready to take it all. He's he's really into it. It's so good. Just con- congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I did study for this test. Yeah, you don't need to call our parents. Yeah. It's chill. Uh, but this is uh, this is the straw that breaks the camel's back here for AJ at uh, at his school and um at Verbum Verbum Day is that what it is? That's fucking Verbum Day. That's the school, school he's at, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is it. After destroying the pool, <laughs> vandalizing the pool. How do you vandalize like- <laughs> a swimming pool? <laughs> that's that's my favorite line. <laughs> How do you vandalize a swimming pool? Uh, after doing that, they uh they they leave their DNA. AJ is too thick <laughs> to understand what Meadow understands is that DNA takes a really long time. If AJ had just watched the OJ documentary, he probably would have understood that. But well, and he could he have didn't. fought it a little bit. He could have like petitioned the jury, been like, I don't know. Exactly. Did this guy, this guy's kind of an anti-Italianite. Right. Perhaps he planted that urine. <laughs> Imagine the dean just peeing all over the place and blaming AJ. <laughs> oh, no, the dean's name is actually Mark Furman. Right. Yes. So. Weird twist. Weird, weird twist. Weird yeah. twist. Uh, they didn't know at that point. I guess. No, I guess when he was born, you mean? Yeah, they had no idea that eventually there would be another more infamous Mark Furman. Yeah, that's exactly. (laughs) Uh, But what a bozo. Big time bozo. Big time bozo. Um, I, 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 I like that there's kind of the fake out in this episode. I mean, obviously they're trying to compare him and Jackie Jr., right? Um, Obviously. I like the fake out when all this starts to happen where after Tony destroys the refrigerator because of the, uh, the low main, um, the Lomain incident. Yeah, the Lomain incident. That's what we'll call it. You know, Polly, uh, like you said, there's a, there's another phone call in the back of the Bing this week with a woman crying on the phone. Uh, this week it's Carmela, and like we're all fully convinced of what this phone call is going to be about. You know? Yeah, clearly. And Tony's bracing himself for it. Yeah, it's he's going to be hearing that Jackie Jr. is dead, and uh, and that Ralphie has, I guess, done his job. Uh, so I like that they kind of fake you out there with that. It's great writing because he comes in there, he has a freak out about the low main, mm-hmm. which is still funny, even though it's, you know, veiling some very real tears. Yes. Uh, but then then that fake out is really good because it's just like, this is real life, you know, and that's what I love about The Sopranos is that, you know, and Mad Men does the same thing where like you think that it's going to be kind of like it's a one to one. This is what the episode's about. Mm-hmm. And he's going to get a phone call about that. And that's what we're going to be dealing with. Mm-hmm. But no, Uh it's it's about AJ. Yeah. And the following scene is really it's it's a, it's a very serious scene because not only is it Carmela and Tony at odds or mm-hmm. it's, it's it's right before Carmela and Tony start to be at odds about how to deal with this. But mm-hmm. they're both fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tony slaps AJ, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Yeah. He slaps him really hard. Too. Yeah. This isn't like a hit upside the head like yeah. he's done in the past yeah yeah it's, a, it's like it's a uh punch. he 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 smacks him pretty good and you know he definitely he, you didn't think a little bit about how he beat up jackie that one time i mean he didn't oh, yeah. he didn't True. knee aj in the ball <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a little too much but um like in the moment like it's it's the only thing he knows how to do he yeah. feels powerless at that time yeah and he and he slaps aj and that's going to come up at one point 
but actually as ammo for Carmela because she's going to be like, this was the craziest it ever got. And it's like, I, ne- I never got like smacked by anyone in my family like yeah, that, you know, yeah. like, but like people, people get angry. Yeah. Tony gets really angry. Yeah. And when he feels powerless, he does violent shit. Yeah. And that's like, you know, we see, I think that line got blurred by Jackie Jr. So it's Jackie Jr.'s fault that AJ got slapped. Basically, yeah. is all I'm trying to say. Absolutely. But that, that line got blurred by that whole situation. And then that kind of spills over with AJ and it's, that's crazy. When, when he slaps AJ, I mean, of all the crazy, he's like threatening to cut a guy's dick off in like the first few episodes with like yeah. a pair of pliers. When he slaps AJ, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big one. Yeah. It's a big one for sure. And, and Carmelo knows it. And, and he even probably knows a little bit too. But I guess he has this like weird, twisted idea of like toughening up AJ. You know, it's like the only thing he knows how to say, he's the only thing he knows to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause it's all he got. And he, he turned out all right. He's a good guy. <laughs> that's so, <laughs> right. Know? Yeah, totally. Uh, and then, you know, by extension, this whole toughening up thing, he wants to send him to military school, which I have to say, I mean, I never got that threatened to me when I was in high school. But that was like, that's a, that like scared me watching this. Like the idea of being sent to military school, like really kind of freaks me out. I'm not going to lie. Seems like a good idea, though. Maybe. For yeah. AJ, because he would probably. I mean, he doesn't really have any hobbies. I, I don't know. I sound like an idiot, but like, it's like. Have you ever, I mean, I've thought in the past, like at one point or another, like, you know, like I have trouble getting up on time in the morning. Yeah. Or like I'm not disciplined about what I eat or whatever. Or yeah. like, I wish I could get more done during the day. I bet if I was in the army for a couple of years, I'd come out and I'd be able to get all my shit done without, <laughs> without, without trying that hard. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, I, I'm not going to fucking do it. And they don't want me, believe me. But like, <laughs> but like <laughs> yeah, we're useless, by yeah. the way. Please. U.S. military. Flat, please don't. Flat feet. The yeah. whole thing. I have psoriasis. They right. don't want me. Um, please don't draft me, Donald Trump. Uh, but like Tony's not wrong in terms of the way, like the end result that he wants. Mm hmm. But I get I guess we're like we're we're tiptoeing around the issue, which is that like AJ's being a teenager, but he's worse than than most people because I I think his upbringing is to blame in his environment. Yeah, probably Looks like Jackie. I mean, yeah, like Tony's goes on and on about him being coddled his whole life. But like who coddled him, you know, like who put him in like the super nice house and, and got him basically whatever he wanted, the Nintendos and whatever. Scooters else. and bullshit. <laughs> the what? Um, you know, so I mean, Tony certainly is to blame for that. And Tony's also, he is a tough guy, obviously, but you know, again, like he's a very sensitive, tough guy. Well, like, he'll be crying about the fucking, the ducks then in his therapy appointment after slapping AJ or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. You know? you know, but yeah, I, I know what you mean, like the discipline aspects, but again, like you, f- I, I, you kind of forget, but he was only 15 at the time. You know, they mentioned in this episode that Tony says something like for 15 years, we've been trying it your way, Carmela. Or whatever he actually says. Yeah. Uh, but he is still like a kid, basically. You know, so he really he he is. And he's a fucking idiot. And like and, and Carmela is wrong, though. Like mm. it's like for all that Tony says that is is like he's trying to combat. He's not treating the like the source of this. But for all that for all that Tony says that is kind of off base, Carmela does say some shit where she's like kids his age are still supposed to be like killing small animals and shit like that (laughs) (laughs) and you're just like that's that's a little that's kind of a columbine vibe (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah i guess not for nothing well but he is a kid though you know for sure a kid and so it is uh i i don't know i feel like tony is being a little extreme but 
he does mean well, you know, it's kind of like the meadow soccer situation from season one where he right. just like freaks out about her possibly doing any type of drug at all because or, or uh, sorry, I guess that's earlier in the season, but he freaks out about her not playing soccer because if she doesn't play soccer, then she's going to be spending her time doing other shit. She does other shit. Yeah, she'll get knocked up or whatever else or or end up trying to slit her wrists, you know, suicidal ideations on a, a swing set. Um, no small cuttings. Right. So he's <laughs> thinking in those terms, I think. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just kind of thinking like, oh, we have to do something or he will end up like Jackie Jr. But of course, the weird twisted aspect of it is that Tony had Jackie killed. Um Gosh, that's bleak. Yeah, pretty bleak. Yeah. But that's, I think, what he's thinking. So in, in a way, he kind of sort of almost means well in the in the best way Tony can, you know? He does, but he's doing the only thing he knows how to do in that situation, yeah. which is to get fucking, like, irate. Yeah. He's super pissed because he feels powerless. I don't think he gives a shit that much that AJ, treat, or AJ cheated on a test. In and of itself, I think right. it, th- this context is making everything gnarly. And you know what? When they have that conversation with AJ, Tony knows that Jackie's dead or about to be. Yeah. And Carmela doesn't. Right. But like, and so kind of poor Carmela kind of like he's yeah. getting it from all sides. But like Tony already knows. I mean, I think about that because he's like extra pissed. And it's like he got he got pissed about the low main because of Jackie. And then right. AJ gets expelled. And AJ getting expelled is not as bad as Jackie dying. No, not at all. So obviously, like, the Jackie thing is going to overshadow that and make him extra pissed about the AJ thing. Yeah, it is. It's totally bizarre. It's it's so bizarre. He uses it to bizarre. his advantage in a way. He's like, you see? And, yeah. and AJ seems to kind of be like, oh, shit. Right. Uh, but AJ never would have survived there. And uh, as we can see in that scene with uh, with the Tobin Bell asking what 0500 means and all this other stuff, the thing. questions he asks are amazing. I know, it's really good. <laughs> and like when he when he has to get that tour, that dude that goes to take him on the tour, that look yeah. that he gives him. I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. What a little shit. Some crazy shit. What do you think about about the uh, the colonel's whole thing about the core, the core, the core? I was thinking about that with like the, the you know the, the 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 mafia the mafia the mafia yeah you know, like the like, family the family like it's an interesting parallel where like I don't you know I mean I have my thoughts about like war and peace and like mm-hmm. all that shit but like like the army is sort of like the honorable version of what you know Tony is a part of yeah Obviously, totally. it's not as lucrative yeah. But, well, to some, I guess. For some people, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, we're gonna go see War Dogs this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, well, Tony even says to Carmela in the bathroom, like, you know, he'd be a little soldier or something like that, you know, and which and Tony's compared himself to a soldier in the past. You know? Oh, they all do, yeah. And and he talks to Ralphie earlier about how like this thing of ours works based on a chain of command, you know, like yes. the military. Yes. Um, so there's definitely some comparisons there for sure. You know, I think that Tony like just kind of buys into these institutions because I guess it's probably simpler to think of things that way. Right. And that's like what he did. And, you know, um, I'm sure, I'm sure that like he- Tony hearing that, I'm sure he's definitely thinking of like, yeah, like my, like the family, like my old, inst- the, you know, this institution that I believe in, like they're kind of believing in the same thing, you know? Yeah, I relate to that. Exactly. Which yeah. is kind of insane. Yeah. It's also insane, you know, this again airing in May of 2001 and Tony saying it's kind of weird to hear now, but, you know, the U.S. hardly ever goes to war anymore, you know, and like little did they know, you know, Dude, months away. I know, which man. Which is crazy. It's fucking insane. And, and this is actually going to come up again in season six. Yeah. 
And season uh, six, uh, how? AJ. Oh, AJ wanting to like join the military to be a helicopter pilot or oh, whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah. So he AJ does end up coming full circle, you know, like after we're well into this like insanely long, like I use air quotes here, war that right. we're a part of because it's certainly not war in the sense that like, you know, Tony likes to watch the History Channel and shit about Patton, you know, right. like is war. Right. But um, there's an interesting parallel between those things always. Yeah. And I mean, of course, we'll get there as, as we get there. But, you know, it's it's also interesting that, um, you know, just the, how the where the FBI investigations end up going, you know, <laughs> moving true. moving from Tony uh, to uh, to the terrorism that they're about to like, you know, just get smacked in the face with within, within just a couple months, basically. You know? That's really true. I guess. So 9-11 hasn't happened yet at this point. No, it, this uh, this aired in May 2001. And they like, again, they probably shot it in like the winter of 2000 or 2001. Uh, early 2001 wow i mean there was stuff happening there was like there was a couple bombing i mean there were terrorist attacks that were happening but obviously not on the mainland no and US. 9-11 was like a it's a whole thing yeah uh <laughs> it was just this whole thing you guys are too young to remember but it was a big thing yeah it was a, they, they had it on the news i mean yeah we knew about it um the army of one do, do you remember when they changed from be all be all that you can be to the army of one yeah we were in high school right yeah i mean around then yeah yeah it was an army of one and i was kind of like i mean i went to a public high school i don't know if they had this on your campus but like arm like army and marine dudes would like set up a little like stand yeah. And they had like, they had like, there was like a pull up bar and you could see how many pull ups you could do. So all the jocks were like lining up to like whip their dicks out at each other. <laughs> yeah. But like, they, they, and I assume that they made Chapman, them like, I'm sure, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I assume they made them sign up for like some email list or something like that. Yeah. You know, after they, you do, you did pull ups, you get a t shirt, give us your email address. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they were like trolling for like, kids to join the fucking military they did this like regularly at my high school yeah before or after 9-11 or i mean both probably it was after because yeah. uh like 9-11 happened my freshman year in high school gotcha um so it was it was really interesting because like i mean but again i mean it might my mom was afraid that there was gonna be a draft i mean she was uh, yeah. like she was like i don't think that's gonna happen but like i had to sign up for selective service when i turned up turned 18 really or you know what maybe it was when i got my driver's license Oh, but like they would send the registration for selective service. And my mom was like, you're not going to get drafted. Like you had to fill it out legally. Oh, but I like, remember that. I was just like, I'm not fucking going. You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll have a fucking like asthma attack and die <laughs> right. and like make sure that I don't have to go. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I would, I, I probably wouldn't be too great. I would be so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Just there's no way around it. You think they do a podcast? <laughs> yeah, I'll do the Army's podcast. Podcast division. <laughs> we just get up at five in the morning and do it. Oh, 0500 podcast time. We get more podcasts done before 6 a.m. than most people do all week. <laughs> Certainly more than us. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like that. I like that they use the title of the Army of One. And, and I, I guess I just kind of, of course, want to make some connections to the mafia there and how there's really no as much as Tony might want to believe in this hierarchy and the chain of command and right. all this other stuff. They're all super selfish people. you know. Yeah. And they're all and, like they're all really ready to cut and run if it benefits them. Yeah. Like Polly. Like Polly. Hey. <laughs> like Polly. Exactly. We are like on the same page tonight. Fantastic. Because we're drinking Amstel Light. Yeah. Amstel Light. That was easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. 
Um, but yeah, so uh, th- you know, these plans for AJ going away obviously don't work out in the end because nope. uh, he looks like a fucking jerk off. That's the only reason. It's, <laughs> Yo, he says that, and the scene just cuts to another scene. Nothing else happens after that. That outfit stinks. That's the other thing. It's like, like he doesn't even get a cool army outfit. I know. He looks like he's getting ready to fucking invade Poland. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I know. I'm just gonna march around a little bit. <laughs> I know. And the way that Tony starts to like backpedal and like break it down as like this small thing that he's yeah. going to military school like to defend it it's just it's ridiculous yeah well it's, i mean it probably would have been you know i mean it's not like he would have just gone off to war you know from the from the school no, driving of course from school he's to like war. 15 years old yeah but uh but still i yeah it would it that kind of that whole scenario freaks me out just having like basically all your regular freedoms taken away from you you can't uh chat on the web with all the other losers and flakes as as uh as Carmella basically, says. they're basically stripping every opportunity to be cool mm-hmm. from you. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. And I mean, I gotta be, if I had gone to military school, I probably wouldn't be doing podcasts today. Probably not. Yeah. No. So thank God. Thank God we didn't go. Thank God we both had panic attacks in high school <laughs> early and often. Anamorphos. Uh, yeah. So AJ, Tony's finding out for the first time. We knew this already from yeah. the episode Fortunate Son, but Tony's finding out for the first time that uh, this putrid rotten gene has been passed down to AJ. And it's not really a surprise. I mean, apparently I mean, we find out later that his dad had these spells from Hesh. Right. True. Very true. And possibly his great, great, great grandfather driving a mule cart off the road. But let me tell you, from experience, you know, if I can get all Redditor in here as an Italian American. (laughs) Right. Uh... Every fucking Italian family has a story like that. Yeah, they were like driving the mule cart and they stopped to take a piss and the horse kicked them off the fucking cliff. <laughs> and it's always like transporting olive oil yeah, or like provolone. It's never it's never like it's never like, yeah, he was walking and he like got like fell off a bridge or like got hit by. It's always some like peasantry bullshit. Yeah. With like f- like really cool, like old country crap, like right. expensive jugs of fucking Modena balsamic vinegar you know what I mean and and he stopped to check it and like some thugs like you know it's just like it's always some ridiculous thing it's either olive oil provolone or or like balsamic vinegar or wine it's, it's never something like that kind of sucks you right know? Like, like my great grandparents were coal miners <laughs> you know what I mean like it's transporting all this coal and fell transporting like expensive jugs of coal yeah, in Pennsylvania yeah. I also I also question that story you know that's one of those stories that gets passed down you know well, but that's not your I'm, story that's Tony's what I'm story. saying is that everybody makes that sh- no I don't, what I'm saying is that every Italian family like has right has that bullshit story going around that and all the grandkids are just like what yeah like come on yeah you know what I mean well I guess I mean like even if it was true Tony's making some pretty big leaps there to just assume it's like a panic attack you know right. what I mean right so, totally but uh, well, yeah. isn't it Carmela sort of inferring that? Uh, he's talking to Melfi when he says that, I think. So, oh, possibly. Right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah. But but still, they are talking about like whether or not it can be passed down. And yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, is it the gene or is oh, it no, like... Oh, no. What I'm thinking of is when Carmela brings it up, I think, in season six, mm. when AJ takes a swim. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and she's and she's kind of like inferring that he should be blamed for this depression and all that stuff. The Tony should be. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, "Wanted to go back to like your great-grandfather and the mule cart or some bullshit." Oh, like, does she bring it up again? She brings it up somewhere. Um tweet at us, tell us how wrong we are. Mm-hmm. See if I give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll block you. We'll block you. Well, I mean We won't cuz we need the followers. Yeah, no, like please. keep keep the ratio yes, up, please. please. <laughs> um well, yeah, I mean, but it is a question though, like 
is it the genes to be blamed or is it like Tony's personality because of how Livia raised him? You and know what I mean? John Boy. And Johnny Boy, yeah. But like I was thinking about this watching this episode, you know, when when Tony just the way Tony's treating AJ can't be all that far off than probably some moments that, you know, that, or how Livia treated Tony sometimes, you know? Well, he's doing kind of a, you know, because he's generally really nice to AJ, but he's not that nice yeah. to AJ in this episode. Yeah. Well, it depends. I mean, he's called him like, he's said some pretty shitty things to AJ as well, though. Yeah. It's not, it's not too surprising that AJ is growing up kind of depressed. And uh, that's kind of true. Yeah. Um, All right. <laughs> so I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, you know, it's kind of that age old question of like whether or not it's your environment or just is it just something that's totally passed down you know i yeah. don't know who knows well we so, don't know so aj will not be going to military school we will not be, now like not they, ever i guess they tried there you know he decided that he didn't want to be on the show they tried to write him off and then he was like no wait never mind and <laughs> so they kept him in yes. the last second that's probably what happened behind the scenes yes, yes. exactly um we don't know what's going to happen to him we know what happens to him but we, like we exactly as of right now him, we don't yeah. know what's going to happen right in the next season because he can't go to military school right and, and i guess the the bigger point here you know, and again, comparing him to Jackie Jr., Meadow and Carmella are in the car talking about how, you know, Rosalie and Jack Sr. treated Jack Jr. Yeah. And, you know, she brings up the story, not really a story, but she brings up how just anytime they would do anything that might have been against the rules or, you know, whatever, she would ask what his parents would think. And he just basically said they don't give a shit, you know. Um, That's true. At the very least, like Tony and Carmella are certainly clueless and right. definitely spoil the kids a little bit they, they at the very least they force aj to sneak around a little bit <laughs> you know what i mean yeah but like they also in their own way as best they can because I, I don't know if they're necessarily great parents mm -hmm. because obviously he's a criminal and basically a serial killer and and uh you know <laughs> not the best influence overall this is true um but at the very least they do try they do put the effort in they do you know pay attention to some extent you know right um, like they're trying to keep up but honestly it must be confusing i mean this is what yeah. i keep saying about jackie is that like he's he was a moron yeah in a lot of ways but he really like by birth he by birth yeah <laughs> right but he really didn't have he had confusing examples yeah. set for him. He uh, like he can't have known. He doesn't, you know, when he says he doesn't know whether to shit or, shit or go blind, he doesn't know. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's at a crossroads. <laughs> and that's the thing is that like he has these terrible examples set for him. And like, I feel like Tony has this kind of it's Carmela too, I, in a way, even though she like won't admit it, she would never admit it. Right. But Tony really has this like do as I say, not as I do type thing. Right. Which is impossible to listen to in many situations and f like parenthood being one of those situations. Right. Agreed. Yeah, totally agree. Because eventually you're going to grow up, you're going to get a driver's license. You're going to do dumb shit. Right. And I mean, he talks about that kind of directly with Melfi. I think this is the first time or, you know, one of the only times right. so far that we've heard uh, his dreams for his children, like what he wants them to do. And just and just like, you know, he wants them to get us basically, if not physically, you know, as far as careers go, he wants them to get as far away from him as possible. And yeah, not physically, but I mean, definitely not physically, but he wants them to be he wants his cake and he wants to eat it, too. Yeah. And he, he wants them just to not he wants to not follow in his footsteps, you know, to be a slightly better version of Tony, um, which 
really shouldn't be that hard but, but of course they, <laughs> of course they make it difficult you know that's totally true well also like the endless pressure like I, like for all that aj fucks up like you look at meadow and she basically is doing everything right for the most part and, yeah but still you know like carmella is endlessly fucking like naggy about who she's dating and mm. like how well she's doing in school and that's going to take kind of a nosedive in season four Mm-hmm. Um, but like with the school and and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, the school with with Meadow with Meadow, she's like getting bad grades after Jackie dies, oh, right, right, etc. Right. Um, we're on season three right now, right? Yes. Okay. So when I said <laughs> season four, I was correct. <laughs> um, and but like that's the whole thing is that like they they give a lot of mixed signals, you know? Well, yeah. And it's like children aren't dogs, and I don't want to like make that comparison but like one thing i had to learn when i got a dog is that like you can't do a do as i say not as i do thing you have to just be consistent otherwise they get confused right it's like it and so you just have to like give them the same message enough times right without giving them a mixed message and they just get it you know what i mean yeah and it's the same way with children exactly any pet (laughs) (laughs) kids cats dogs whatever yeah agreed agreed yeah and uh and and yeah i mean tony really just doesn't set the best example neither does carmella i mean but she 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 tries i guess in in her own way she's she just uh she's like pretending that she's giving a good example but she's not meadow doesn't respect her she caves very easily you know because i mean she's totally against the military school at first and then suddenly aj's there in his uniform and you know he's going and she's saying how handsome she looks and and saying that if she wasn't already married (laughs) it's a weird italian thing i'll never understand that that i feel like that kind of stuff happens in every family the just with the that's some that's some 50s housewife shit i guess i mean i guess i mean it's It's but that's also one of those things you don't want your mom saying it like my mom used to say like when i got ready for a dance once i like came in because that was the only time you were invited or is that (laughs) exactly (laughs) i hated that shit but um i uh i came out of my room like like dressed and like ready to go like all right i'm leaving my mom was like like your outfit and i was like thanks and she goes i just think you look cool you know <laughs> you look really cool and i was just like i gotta go change <laughs> you know like oh god when i try I burn like, these like, my, yeah, my mom thinks i look cool <laughs> just like really trying but like you know that's like not always the compliment that you want right yeah yeah no definitely not no um but yeah i mean so overall yeah i mean i think you're right like it is kind of just they set a really bad example as parents ultimately right. They try to make up for it when things go wrong. And right. then usually things just kind of regress to the mean and, and things just ultimately go back to normal. Right. Right. Um, you know, which is what will happen with AJ. I mean, he'll just be back at regular school next year and, mm-hmm. and still fucking up in his own way. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, for a whole season about parenting again, we, we end this this season with seeing like just these direct results or, direct influences on the kids from Tony, you know, um, and the direct repercussions of those influences. Right. That's what I guess. That's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, like at, at the wake when Meadows bawling his eyes out, bawling <laughs> Meadows, a guy, by the way, when Meadows bawling her eyes out and, yeah. and AJ's just kind of looking there, staring at Jackie and stuff. I mean that everything in that room is because of Tony's choices, you know, in Meadow a lot crying of ways, or and, because of men like Tony, you could right, say, or I guess that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's kind of where we leave it with the kids. Um, as far as the family stuff, like next year, it'll focus more on Tony and Carmela, I think, and, and their relationship, which you're starting to see oh, now. Yeah. Um, 
Let's so, talk about Polly. For yeah, a hot let's second. get into that because that's another thing. There's a couple cliffhangers in this episode. That, the, the Sopranos usually didn't do cliffhangers, really. Well, it's a good setup. Yeah, I it mean, is. there are a few things like that we could name that don't bear much discussion, like the uh, the Esplanade. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get more Johnny Sacks, which I'm really excited about. Yep, like that's kind of the sleeper thing in this season. That's like working in the background. That's gonna come more up front. Yeah, um, in the following seasons and bring these families closer together. Yep, create new conflicts, make the world a bigger place. Yep. Um. And uh. And then there's uh. Ralph and Janice, which you mentioned. Yep. And so that's something that's sort of like playing around in the background. Um. And I like how you sort of get a taste of it. Yeah. Where they get a taste of each other. And um. Then there's Polly. Right. And 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 next season we're gonna get a whole lot of Polly. Yeah. I, I couldn't I couldn't be happier about that. Yeah. 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 Um. And yeah. So what's going on with him? He's sending his mom to Green Grove really needs the money and unfortunately uh it sounds so expensive eight thousand a month yeah is fucking crazy that's like half of what i pay for rent <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> You're right. and i only do the podcast right, so like right. i can't imagine yeah I, I don't we have sit downs all the time we're always asking for more money and yeah, I'm, like, I'm sorry it's got to be 70 30 yeah um yeah paulie's uh got his mom in green grove needs the money uh Tony goes against him in the sit down, rightfully so. I I think, although I mean, you know, Ralphie. So basically, what happens there is Paulie hooks up Ralphie with some with some codes to some safes or a safe, or I'm not sure. There's some, there's some little small time robberies going on here. Yeah, actually, not that small time. I guess if, if it's a hundred thousand dollars, quite a bit. But uh, Paulie essentially awesome. has a finder. So awesome. It's, Let's do that. <laughs> why are we doing that? Shitting next to a safe as we're opening it, like in uh, last season. I guess what you have to do is get a burrito and then go right. <laughs> and rob the right. bank, which yeah. sounds like a solid night. Yeah, it's not bad, actually. <laughs> yeah. um, Paulie has basically hooked up Ralphie with this with this little heist. He gets $100,000. Paulie wants half for giving him the codes to the safe. Right. And Ralphie refuses that. When I sort of understand where he's coming from until we find out that they left little Polly out in the cold in 11 degree weather and yeah. that little Polly was ready, ready to go and be a part of it. And left him standing outside like an asshole. And, and clearly, like, Ralph knows that that was a bullshit move. He did it on purpose because you can see his eyes when Polly says that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but still asking for half is a little much, I think. Asking for half is a little much. And but and it's like it, he's just he needs the money for his mo- mother's thing. And so he's 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 grabbing with both hands, as they say. Right. He's a little overreaching. But I think that Tony kind of maybe overdoes it on the Ralphie side. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he wants to rock the boat with Ralphie um, too heavily, because first of all, hasn't he already shat on Ralphie? Um, enough with the whole like making him kill Jackie thing. <laughs> I guess so. But then there's also just like all the money that's about to be made from the Esplanade, and right. And unfortunately, Polly has nothing to do with that. Right. We know that, and he's like, you know, and when we're dealing with, you know, and at the beginning of season four, you know, Polly's going to be in the can. Yeah. Um, short term, but he's mm-hmm. going to be in the can, and he's going to be looking for for a little, little his end of part of the Esplanade, and he's trying. You know, right. What I mean? Right. So he kind of goes behind Tony's back here and, uh, you know, tells Uncle Johnny what's going on in a great scene. Promise not to stick his beacon. Yeah. Still not sticking his beacon. In that conversation, he says that, too. He's like, hey, I don't want to poke my beacon, but if you want to uh, tell me anything, please go ahead. He literally says the opposite of what he means. Yeah. He's just it's such a he's such a great character. And I'm glad that like I'm glad, you know, I'm really glad we're getting to a lot more of him next season and season five for sure. I I love it. Yeah. They really figured out how to use him. 
Tony kind of knows, like when he shows up at Jackie Jr.'s funeral, Tony looks at him for a second. I think somewhere in his head, Tony's thinking like, eh, something's not right here. What the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what he's thinking. Uh, but yeah, so we have set up for next year, which will, you know, play out. A lot of good oh, stuff guess, with Johnny Sack. Yeah, when we get there, we'll get there. But a lot of good stuff with him, yeah. And yeah. Um, so I like that setup. And then, of course, so the other setup that's going to be even bigger or have even bigger implications is the uh, Danielle, Deborah, Adriana. Holy shit, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So oh, yeah. that's pretty big. And and you know what is really amazing about this? And, and, and we'll get to this when we get to the other side of uh, season four. Mm-hmm. You know, this gets set up. We first find out about this at the end of season three, right? Yeah. One episode is the setup and it only lasts for a couple episodes in season four. I know. I, I always think it lasts super long. It does though, because of all the time off, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. It's brilliant how they did that because like, do we really want to watch them hang out and gab for like eight or nine episodes? No, I guess not. Not yeah. really. Right. And so I, 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 I like the way that they did that. I think it was really smart. Yeah. Yeah. This is a pretty good show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I'm thinking about it and it's not bad. We should watch some more of it. I think. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I think that like, you know, doing the podcast made me kind of realize it's a pretty good show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but good use of time. That's all I have to say about that. Yes. Yes. Ass like that. Come on. <laughs> uh, I, uh, Danielle slash Deborah is, 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 uh, she's really good at what she does with with becoming a New Jersey, you know, mobbish type girl, I have to say. Yeah. And, I, and because like she goes into the at that meeting. I mean, it's been so long since I saw this episode for the first time. Yeah. Um, since I popped my army of one cherry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, I, I, I feel like, you know, when you see that scene where he's like, where, where the other FBI naysayer guy is like, you know, she's only really, you know, done background checks. M- you know, maybe you're supposed to be like, is this going to be dangerous for her? Is she going to be good at this? Mm-hmm. It turns out to be like, no, no big deal. No big deal at all. Yeah. I mean, it probably turns her life upside down. But what I mean is like, she's good at it. And it seems to be pretty spick and span. Yeah. 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 And I, I feel like a part of that is they're they're all like a little jealous and maybe also kind of feel like, whoa, this like little girl is going to come in here and like do our job. Like, yeah. what's this about? You know, but I also love the detail. I think it's Grasso who as soon as they hear that she's coming in the room, he takes out a comb and starts. Combing yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I it's Grasso, that. but I kind of forget now. I think it is Grasso. Um, it, it's a good one. I, I, I love that. Also, I mean, our FBI friends are going to grow a little bit mm-hmm. like we're going to get some characters that get a little more responsibility. Polly. Uh, Johnny Sack, Adriana, for sure. And mm-hmm. then the whole FBI team is going to grow a little bit. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. going to get a little more vivid and they're kind of going to not be so lurky anymore. They're really actually going to destroy someone's life. Right. Or proceed or, or begin to. Yeah. Yeah. You know? True. True. Uh, although I guess they, they, they did that with with Puss a little bit, too. But uh, oh, yeah, by a little bit. I mean, a lot of it because he's at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> that was like eight years. That <laughs> yeah. was like eight years ago. Well, so. I mean, also, like I, you kind of forget that the the start of the season was them planting that that, uh, you know, the microphone in the lamp, you know, and so that didn't work. Like you kind of think like I kind of forget, like, you know, that doesn't really go anywhere. The lamp doesn't really go anywhere, but it does lead to this. So it well, does have implications that, you know, and, and what Ming says, you know, the FBI is a business invested in watching their ass. Mm-hmm. And and like, so, of course, when the lamp didn't work, they're not going to be like, all right, anyway, that's it. See yeah. you later. Yeah. They're like going to regroup and find some new shit. You yeah. know what I mean? And they, they're they're really they're going to try some new things. Yeah. You know? And it's nice, though, that we got a little break from them. 
yeah. and that fucking song. Yeah. <laughs> I still stand by it. But I think a lot of people watching this se- the season were like, what's going to happen with the FBI? They're going to finally catch Tony. It's going to be some cat and mouse game. And it goes nowhere until now. You know, I now, like it, how, now it makes sense. Yeah. But I like how with with the FBI and Tony or like with his whole organization, it kind of throughout the whole series, it's it is sort of a stalemate where like. Mm-hmm. They win some, they lose some. There are a couple of casualties for sure, mm-hmm. but it never quite reaches the top. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And and I think that that's an interesting thing is that they both kind of after a while, like, I mean, we're jumping ahead a lot here, but when, you know, when um, Agent uh, Harris comes back to get a sandwich after he's been in Pakistan, yeah, they kind of like give each other once over and they're like. I see you. What's up? You know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah. kind of like, they're like worthy adversaries. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's some respect. Yeah. It's some respect. And, yeah. and, and, and I like that because, uh, well, it's also sad because clearly Tony is just happy that he's not in jail and he's like, okay with the fact that like, there are these other people whose lives were completely, right. Completely ruined. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is a bummer. Yeah. Not the happiest moment. We should, uh, we should wrap up. Um, we got some questions from some fans today fans they say even though all they give us is shit you know we we, we pod and we pod and we tweet and we tweet and that's I mean, all guess, we get look you guys money goes up shit goes down <laughs> the podcast is the shit and hopefully we get some money in the future <laughs> exactly. you know what i mean um so we have some questions we'll just we'll just go through them here um this is from at yardy 316 why didn't anyone notice ralphie wearing a wig why not do you think it's a very good wig, I have to say. You, I look at it and like you can kind of it looks like it's actually in his head. So do you think that they shaved his head for the thing and he was wearing it like throughout all of seasons like oh, no. le- two and three? I think Joe Pantoliano is actually bald because he was like bald in the he's bald now and he was bald in the Matrix and he also wore a wig in <laughs> the Memento. Matrix is like the baseline. Yeah, for everything. <laughs> everything everything starts and ends with the Matrix. Doing. Oh, so fucking Yardy, whatever the fuck thinks he knows everything because he's seen the Matrix. <laughs> Yeah, you know what, Yardy? <laughs> Go and watch the other Matrix and then come back to us. But actually, to to be fair, at the beginning of season four, his hair does look fucking ridiculous. Does it? I have to go back and watch. I, I think his ascot actually makes his haircut look worse. In that, <laughs> oh, yeah. in, the, in the first episode, he's doing blow with Janice in the bathroom. Yeah, his hair is so stupid looking. Well, yeah. I just want to see him go to his wig guy now that we know that. Yeah. Like, he must be such a fucking dick. Like, I don't have time to check messages with my schedule. I got to go get my wig. Yeah. Well, I wonder if he tries a bunch of different ones on and, like, I would love to see different Ralphie looks. They should have just done that a couple episodes in a row. Yeah. <laughs> see him getting advice. Yeah, exactly. Well, you could do it like a cancer patient where, like, people know that it's a wig. So one day you could come in with, like, a, with like a left eye and the next day with, like, a salt and pepper type look. <laughs> just, you know? just try it. Yeah. So do the see ya. The short answer is. We don't know. We don't know. Um, this one is from Bass MK80. Uh, season three is Good my favorite name. season, but season four is probably my least favorite. What do y'all think about it? Well, I guess we're going to get Wait, there. Sorry, can you read that again? Uh, season three is my favorite season, but season four is probably my least favorite. What do y'all think about it? Season four? Yeah. Or his opinion? Season four. Season this, four. This is she. This is Her name is Melanie. Oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> the answer is yes yeah. we will get there we'll get there but she also asked a separate sep- a second question okay um she wants us to compare people so who's worse meadow or aj at what just uh, in general meadow okay. far. i mean i i what? honestly like i could i could go days watching episodes with just aj yeah i appreciate him a lot more now i, have, I feel like the closer in age you are to aj the least 
the less you like him. But if, as, I mean, now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, to be fair, though, there is, I mean, t- Sopranos was the original boyhood. <laughs> you know, right. Like, yes. You really think about it. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I, I think that, like, that's not a bad point. But I think that it is fair. I do think that we're partial because I do get nostalgic for being a fucking little shithead teenager. I do too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I also just understand him more. I'm like, okay, you know. Yeah, exactly. And Meadow is annoying in her own way, but I gotta be honest, like when she says this is such bullshit in the episode, Mm -hmm. like it's like she deserves applause there. Yeah, for sure. Like that's definitely like for sure. She gets up on her hind legs and that's like one of the only times that that's gonna happen basically with anyone in the whole season. Yeah. So, okay. So wait, is that the only comparison? No, no, no. So we're gonna do a couple. Uh, Richie versus Ralphie. I mean, who's worse? Yeah. I mean, wait, you got to take this one. Well, uh, so I guess ugh, that's a tough one. Actually, I like Ralphie the character better. I'll say that. But Clearly. who's like who's like morally worse? Ralphie, uh, <laughs> probably Ralphie, because like Ralphie, I feel like takes some enjoyment in his work. Whereas Richie was just like, wanted to just do the business part of it and just get to the top and then not have to do any of that anymore. I feel like even if Ralphie was boss, he'd be still doing some pretty sadistic shit. Well, I also, yeah, totally. Cause he's just, he's a, he's a straight up sociopath. He doesn't have any regret about Jackie, but also like with Richie, you got to go back to this whole thing where like some shit happened to him in the can. Right. That's true. And who knows if he was that much of a psycho before he got out of prison. But like he was trying to do the honorable thing and then he got fucked in the ass. <laughs> you know? Oh boy. Uh, Jackie Jr. versus AJ. 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 <laughs> Janice versus Livia. Well, uh, Jackie wears Oakley's, first of all. Okay. Anyways, right. Janice versus Livia. Oh, dude. They're, I, I don't know. You answer this one. I don't know. Uh, How many of these are there? There's one more after this. Yeah. I would say, we'll just do them quickly. I would say probably Livia because. I don't know, actually. Maybe Janice. I don't. That's a tough one. That's With a real tough fucking one. Epstein Bar and shit. I don't yeah. know. I, I gotta say, like, Livia is one of my favorite characters. Yeah, she's totally psychotic, and I also feel like she doesn't get a break because she's someone's mother, and that's how, right. like, you know. I mean. You know, I'm with her and everything. Right. But like, <laughs> okay, wait. Uh, Arena Gloria. Oh. Uh, I like Gloria more. Oh no, not not Gloria. I I Valentina is my answer. I love Valentina. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think that Arena and Gloria are like. I think that Arena is better. I like Arena. I think Arena is probably better too. But I can I see the appeal of Gloria. I don't know if I'd have dinner. I'd rather have dinner with Gloria. Yeah. But like, I think Arena, great kid. You know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. This is from at Chris Meth thirteen. <laughs> Why didn't you brain surgeons mention Polly's car being gone when discussing if the Russian made it out alive? Because <laughs> we, I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're, 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 we're not brain surgeons, I guess. I don't know. I know. I love like we, uh, we actually got, <laughs> we actually got caught on a couple of things uh, on that last episode. One of them was the Cuban Missile Crisis thing. <laughs> we mixed up the Cuban. We're not mi- smart is the we're answer. We're not smart. We're not very well informed. But, we but make- also, I guess, because we were talking about like the whole what David Chase said about him like getting out alive and and being saved. So we thought about that. I Clearly, guess. But I like I like this guy's. I like I like the cut of this guy's jib though. Uh, at Dean Bilton says, "What's a gutter? It's the thing that AJ has to spend all Sunday cleaning out because he just has to." Because Jackie taught him to. It's emblematic of being an idiot is what it is. Exactly. R.I.P. And then at GoRog22, when can he move your pawn two squares? What do you think Ray Ray's daughter would say to that? 
Uh, oh, oh, chess. Chess. Jackie and, tries to do that, and that's what gets him in trouble. That's the thing is that, like, you know, I think that that just that that's like that sums up the whole episode, man. That's it life. pretty much does actually. The yeah. beginning, you Good can question. move two squares, but after that, it just slows down. Mm -hmm. You know. Good question. That's good question. That, that's life. Thank yeah. you. That was more of that wasn't really a question. Let's be honest. That was, that was a good one. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Okay, so we got that. Uh, we we I, I like this little installment. I think we should do it every time. Actually, let's do it more. But it doesn't have to just be about the Sopranos. You know, that's true too. You can, it doesn't even have to be about television. No, if you have like life advice that you need us to help you out with, we'll totally do that. If you have life advice for us. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> yeah, if you want to help we'll, us out, please, we'll totally take it. Yeah. Um, okay, well that that's gonna wrap up season three of No Fucking ZD and The Sopranos. Um, we're gonna take the next two weeks off, regroup, you know, just get our just put our heads together, and uh, and we'll be back for season four at the end of September. Um, I would say uh, end of September, first week of October, probably we'll be back. We're gonna take so, two weeks off. Yeah, probably about two weeks, maybe about three, probably about two. Um, so thank you for listening. Everyone's like, this, no, don't thank them. Do not thank them. Tough love. Yeah. It's the only way they're going to learn. Uh, but anyway, season three has been a wild ride. I look back and I just laugh and I laugh. It's been a goddamn blast. We're making some changes for season four. We will. We're going to, we're going to, yeah, we're going to roll out some new things for sure. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to do our best to, uh, to add some new features to the podcast. It's going to smell better. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this questions thing. It's fun. Me too. Yeah, yeah. So please send us in questions. They can they can literally be, be about anything. Who's we, worse, Brendan or Evan? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. If you want to compare us, that's totally cool. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that wraps up season three. Well, again, we'll be back in a couple of weeks for uh for all debts, public and private, which I personally love as a, as an episode. Look, um, I'm, I, I'm just I'm just happy if Johnny Sack is around. Exactly. I, I, I'm thrilled. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe. Uh, write to us on Twitter. Email us at um, what's your actual email address? It's it's. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just beep this out. It's info at whitehouse.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Info at nofuckingzd.gov. I actually don't have email. I just I all I do is receive FaceTimes to my iPad. That's that's, that's my it, only yeah. mode of communication. It, yeah. I learned that from a very prominent rock star. There you go. The That'll be the one. next thing. It's when we're just FaceTiming this whole podcast to everyone personally, <laughs> just doing the same thing over and over look, again, you, word for you, word. Look, I, I got to tell you, you put down enough money, we will FaceTime your ass That's very all true. day long. You know what I mean? We'll <laughs> all be, day long. We'll be the court jester. You know all what I mean? day long. You got money? <laughs> all right. Uh, that's it. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. This is No Fucking ZD signing off. Bye.